Welcome to the Sega Lounge, where we celebrate our love for all things Sega, including the games, the music, and the community. I'm your host, KC. Join me as I talk to different guests and learn more about their projects and passion for Sega. Hello! Welcome, everyone, to our first live episode of the season here on the Sega Lounge. So hello to people listening in on Radio Sega. Hello to people watching on Twitch. Very nice to, to be here tonight, uh, but I'm not alone. Uh, good evening, Resident ST. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not alone tonight, so I have a good friends of the show, starting with actually the owner of this whole place, Skill Jim. Hello. Hello, Skill Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I think they see. Doing great. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Excellent, excellent. That's, that was a great entrance. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> we also have Lime Reversed. Oh, hello there. <laughs> oh, didn't see that, Lime. Thank you for stopping by. Oh, what a surprise. You're here. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Lime. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. Thank you very much for joining us. And we also have Viper. <gasps> no oh. way. I'm in the Skill Gym Lounge. This is incredible. <laughs> Welcome shock, to shock the Skill Gym Lounge. Yes. <laughs> Very it's good. So thank you guys for, for joining me. Viper, how are you? I didn't ask. Oh, I... Uh... Dreadful. No, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Dreadful. Okay, that, that's 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 the spirit. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you very much for joining me for this first live episode of the season, which is always Heck nice. Yeah. Heck yeah! Very good. So, yeah. continuing with last uh, season's tradition, I think now now it is, uh, and we, we will have we'll try to have at least one episode every month that is done live on both Twitch and Radio Sega. Uh, before we, we get to the the whole the meat of this show, a couple of things. First of all, thank you guys for listening to the live or the pre-recorded version of, of the show. Really appreciate you guys. I uh, wanted to mention something real quick, because I don't usually do this, but I, I should more often. Uh, and now we have stuff to promote. So if you go to if you wish to to help to support the show, because we know we have to pay the bills somehow, uh, and we don't actually have ads and stuff like that. But if you do wish to support the show, you can go to thesegalounge.com slash support, and you can find ways to do that. Uh, and it's now actually a proper section of our website, so thesegalounge.com slash support. And you can either choose to buy me a coffee, because, you know, I'm a coffee addict. If you do wish to buy me some some kind of coffee to get me through the day, <laughs> you, you can do that. Uh, or Lots or or maybe a better option because you you get something in return is to buy some merch, some TSL merch. So uh, currently we have some stickers, we have some uh, TSL season seven um, shirts, hoodies, mugs, but we will very soon, probably like next week or something, be selling. Probably I should actually probably. Sure, <laughs> although although the green screen is like not helping, but it's a tenth oh, anniversary tenth anniversary uh, uh, oh, lounge mug. That's like in in, it looks in black. Gorgeous. It looks black. absolutely awesome. And I I, I, I 
I've been drinking out of this thing for a few <laughs> weeks just to test to see if the quality is good. <laughs> but it's it's good. I haven't died yet, so it's not poisonous <laughs> or anything. The materials are not are, are good, so hopefully, uh, probably next week we'll have we'll have that added to the merch section. So the slash support the show is free, but if you wish to support us, you know, help us pay the bills with. Uh, you know, with servers and websites and stuff and podcast Lime's hosts. It, sorry? Lime's booking fee. Exactly. exactly. Lime's booking fee. Yes. It's, yes. It's the biggest bill of all. It, it is. It is like, yeah, like, like higher. The yearly budget. It's hard to like get. 75% is like Lime's fee. Yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> not, not easy. Not easy. No. So that's, that's the first thing I wanted to mention. <laughs> not everybody can afford me. So. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, the second thing I wanted to mention <laughs> uh, is that you can you can you know go to the saylaunch.com or Terra Player or your podcast provider of choice and find all previous episodes of the show. Uh, obviously, on the saylaunch.com, you get easier access to previous shows. I've been working on the guest section, uh, which is really nice because you know when I uh, when we brought back the show in podcast form and I, uh, you know, created my website and stuff. The guest section is something that we didn't have before. And we only added guests from season five forwards. So uh, season four and earlier shows, the the, pot, the episode pages don't really have the guests uh, mm. correctly formatted and added. So I've been working on adding them slowly but surely and i i didn't even remember we had aaron weber on the show for example for example so mm. uh, we've had some wow. interesting guests and if you look if you go to our website the saglon.com and you just look uh, at the guests section you can find uh for example you know the the, the biggest guest of all lime reversed you can see all <laughs> the episodes that lime has featured in so you know that's many many episodes a good incentive it's a long list. <laughs> too many that's it uh so yeah that's that's about it i'll i'll shut up now with the uh, not interesting stuff and let's talk about what we what we were here for so this is episode 210 of the Say Lounge. Guys, thank you again for joining me. We have a lot to talk about regarding the Community Pulse, which is the name that I thought of. I apologize in advance. Uh, I wanted to feel the pulse of the community. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Skill Jim, yeah. Like, here? It? Here? I, I, would, I don't know. Would like Why was I doing more, it? More closer. To, yeah, like... Yeah, probably. I used to okay. like check here if I wanted to take a poll. Okay. This is great audio stuff, by the way. Great audio content. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For people I listening was, to the podcast. I was putting two fingers up to my throat here <laughs> on the side of it you, for you, you who You can listen. probably feel it better, Casey, with, a, with the, all the coffee that you're drinking. It's probably yeah, pulsating. It's pulsing. Yeah, <laughs> pulsating. Yeah, the audio listeners, sure. boom, 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 boom. Exactly. Boom, Thank boom, you. Boom. Thank you. The audio description is on point thank you very much <laughs> uh and so this is a a survey that i that i created to you know continue tradition in a way a each year the second episode of the season is a look back at the year the year of sega uh, that that passed and uh you know getting to feel what people thought about sega games and and whatnot this year we did it a little bit different as a way to 
try something new. We'll see if it's a, a good way to move forward or not. But uh, we'll take a look at some of the categories that people voted on and we'll take a look at the games that people consider the best of 2023 or the most notable of 2023. Before that, because we haven't done one of these since last December, uh, uh, maybe we want to take a look at some news, guys? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let's, thank you for the enthusiasm. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah! Let's do this! I'm so excited! <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Well. By the way, uh, quick shout-out to uh, Resident SD, to Lewis from the Dreamcast character, who is also joining us uh, here uh, live, and says, apologize for any bomb rush cyberpunk propaganda I submitted. <laughs> you were not the only one, my friend. You were not the only one. <laughs> and with... For good reason, for good reason. But let's start with with some some news. Um, I actually have a script for this first uh, piece of news that I will read here. Oh, I want to do that one. Uh, it, <laughs> no, the script is, <clears throat> James, you're always on top of the news. Would you like to tell us about the Sega AI? <laughs> the Sega AI. Ooh, that is a topic that I'm well-versed in, Casey. So... <laughs> I don't really know much about it. To be honest. I should have done a lot of research. I had planned to. Wow, Casey. <laughs> it looks amazing. Wow. I told him I would spot. do it, and he said, yeah, "Go for why it." Not, yeah. So, <laughs> my gosh, I didn't think you would actually do that. But uh, okay. so, uh, uh, in short, the SMS Power community, which you you know people who are Sega fans probably know a little bit of, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the SMS Power community is like a, the 8-bit Sega community, uh, led by Omar Kurnut. I think I'm saying it, the, saying the name right, who, who is the CEO of LizardCube, by the way, incidentally. Mm, okay. uh, but uh, they, they discovered uh, and they brought to the public uh, information uh, file software of the Sega AI computer from 1986, which is uh, like a very cool piece of tech and one of the rarest Sega systems and least well-known systems. Uh, And these files are now available. They were preserved and people can actually emulate the Sega AI computer, right? Have you guys, any, any of you guys tried this yet? I, I wanted to try it, but then I heard it's Japanese, so I didn't think I would be able to. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I tried it do. yet. Yeah. Eventually, likewise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really I, want I wanted to as well. I, I I'll I'll get around to it eventually. But I I think if if not for anything else, it's a very cool thing to do, right? To preserve these old systems and uh and and it shows as well how ahead of its time Sega were, right? In 1986, uh, expanding the possibilities with artificial intelligence, but probably not really what we consider AI today, I guess. (laughs) But it's a really cool thing. And you can actually find it uh, at smspower.org. I'll I'll leave the link to this in the the podcast uh, description at the show notes so you can actually get it. Um, Yeah. That's that's the first bit of news we we had for uh, for today. What else do we have? Maybe I, I think this next one is for Lime. Lime is really excited about this next one. 
<laughs> I was very, I was very excited. Like, for, okay, like let, let's begin like from from the beginning where we started Obviously. hearing rumors, rumors about Sonic Generations <gasps> getting remastered. Like, what is this? And also, why? <laughs> like, because I know that we were talking about this and. Like, does Sonic Generations really need a remaster? Like, it's already on on PC where you could play it on full HD and high high frame rate and and everything, and also with the later Xbox console. So, like, does it need one? And then we got the release trailer for that, and it's uh, more than just a remaster. It is Sonic X Shadow Generations, where. Um, well, we we're gonna have a shadow story, like a shadow campaign, and it's gonna, it's gonna, um, uh, what's the word? Be awesome. Um, yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but also, like sh shadow story is gonna intersect with um, Sonic's story in um, in in this game. And uh, looking at the trailer, it looks absolutely awesome. So I'm very much looking forward to this. What yeah. about you? What about you, Viper? Thoughts? <laughs> no, I'm I'm incredibly looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not in Lime territories, but I I love Generations. I mean, I, I, it's hard to ask a Sega fan in like the last ten or so years who doesn't. Even if you don't really like the state of Sonic right now, it's like still considered one of the few good ones, or it's one of the best if you do. So mm. more more of it's not a bad thing being able to play it on modern platforms. Uh, I know. It's had problems on PC for ages, and even the new Xbox upgrade thing isn't perfect either. So, more making it more accessible to more people in a better way, you know. Especially if you're on PlayStation, you've not had any of this love, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, you've had to right. be on Xbox or PC to play it. Yeah. In a very, you know, it, they weren't the best of things when they came out. Bless it. It, it tried on console, but truly was a bit of a mess. So actually having access to like a really good version and that's before you even add in all the additional content which i've heard it being dubbed as like the year of shadow and i think yeah that sounds about right considering oh, yeah. sonic 3 and i'm sure we're gonna have like some twitter comics like they sometimes do leading into both of those as well so should be a should be a good time hopefully yeah I I I'm definitely not as excited as you guys probably. Uh, <laughs> I I'm getting a little bit more excited as time goes by, and as I look at this, again, I was watching the trailer as you guys were talking, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is kind of cool. Uh, but I think this is the more I think about it, like in, from a, a business perspective and like a tie-in with the movie perspective, it makes a lot of sense. It's probably yeah. very it was probably very easy to do. Very low budget when compared to like a proper new Sonic game. Just add some shadow content to tie in with the mu the movie. Get people like, um, you know, excited for whatever Sonic Gener Sonic uh, Frontiers 2 is, right? Or whatever project we get next. Uh, and tidy people over with this. And shadow fans will be excited, obviously. So, yeah, I think it makes sense. Viper, you well, want to say you something from it? Uh, do I? Uh, I mean, no, I, <laughs> I have no idea. No. I, I'm lost. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. 
Jim, you were saying something. I was just asking what what do you expect is going to happen with with this project? Do you reckon it's going to force you to play through the entire Sonic portion of Sonic Generations again and then unlocks the Shadow stuff? Or do you think the Shadow stuff is like there from the start and how many Mm -hmm. stages is the Shadow mode? Is it going to be like a small portion, like four classic Shadow stages or something? Or is it going to be an entire second half of a game? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, uh, how long it's going to be, no one knows. I'm hoping that it's a little bit more than the Shadow edition of Sonic Forces. I, I so. it's going to be If it's in the name, similar. do you like DLC feeling? You feel like it's the same thing as Sonic Forces? You, you have to play through the whole thing and then you have like a separate campaign for Shadow? Or I think it's possible, possible that it... It could be like with what they did with the plus things like Sonic Mania Plus. Like you, um, if you had the game, you could just like buy the um, uh, additional content as DLC, but it was also kind of sold as a separate game. Mm-hmm. I think that would make sense, but I have no idea how they are how they are going to do this. But I think that's very possible that they could do it that way. Okay. Yeah, I it it could be intertwined intertwined with the, like the the main campaign, right? Like in between, because like the white mm. space idea, you could have like yeah. shadow sections in between. Mm. Especially if they're calling it uh, Sonic Cross Shadow, Sonic X Shadow yeah. Generations. I don't know what the idea is, uh, <laughs> but having it like a, a separate story could could work as well i don't know i have no idea yeah yeah yeah. it looks like it's gonna be a separate story but still interact or like intertwine with the the original story um, that's what that's the impression that i'm getting from it i hope it's longer than it sounds like it might be if you know what i mean yeah i hope so too Mm -hmm. the Um, only the, the, the only thing that i'm really wondering is in, like, why are they calling it a remaster? I am, I, I, I've been really trying to look into this, and I've been looking at the footage, um, what they showed in the trailer, <laughs> like the Sonic Generations part of it, and then like how it looked in the, like uh, how it looks now. And there's literally no difference <laughs> at all. Yeah. It's, looks, it's 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 no little, it's not different. Better, maybe no. No, it's I think not. The it's really not slightly it's, different. Like slightly. <laughs> I I think yeah. the the 3D uh the modern stage the the like the the gun trucks uh, chase looks slightly different. I don't know what it is ex- exactly, but maybe I noticed some difference. But maybe it's just my brain the only difference that uh, that i could have seen maybe would be like some slight difference in color but that i could just like chalk up to the rendering of the video because things like that can change yeah Yeah. uh, with that so so, by the way uh you know tying with with, with what we were saying about like the the shadow portion of the game uh so this is uh takashi izuka's uh, comment on the game on the PlayStation PlayStation <laughs> blog. I was laughing about earlier. <laughs> I, I noticed. I noticed. Yeah, the PlayStation blog. Sorry, Tails Channel. Good job, though. Uh, w- with Sonic 
X Shadow Generations, we wanted to bring Sonic Generations to PS5 and PS4 and other systems while pairing a brand new Shadow storyline to cross over with the original story. So that sounds like your idea then, Casey. Intertwined. I actually don't get that from this. I get like more of a separate storyline because with Shadow's portion of the title, players will get to know him more as a character and understand his motivations. It will create the ultimate celebration, the ultimate celebration of classic Sonic, modern Sonic and Shadow gameplay that all fans will surely enjoy. Surely. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, right? What the Mm -hmm. actual game is like. Um, Coming, coming autumn 2024. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. I, I think the PlayStation uh, the PlayStation thing might be, um, like, it, it, it could forgive calling it a remaster since it didn't get the the the, the upgrade uh, that they did for Xbox, for example. Mm-hmm. So, like, compare, like w- within the PlayStation ecosystem, like, if you would play Sonic Generations there, you would still have to go back to what it, but it was like upscaled 720p and 30 fps um and barely barely yeah even so like i mean in that ecosystem it could be seen as a remaster maybe yeah i guess yeah what is a remaster though that's mm. a good question. Oh. <laughs> That's a question for another podcast. <laughs> An entire podcast. Yeah. Okay, so moving on with, and you know, this is actually a perfect segue because we're talking about Shadow. Uh, we got, we also got some news about the Sonic 3 movie, right? Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, it, a, a bit of a surprise for some people because he said he would retire after mm. Sonic, the second Sonic movie, but apparently Jim Carrey will reprise his role as Dr. Robotnik, as Eggman in Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Cha-ching. Yes. I was so freaking excited for <laughs> exactly. this. I was so <laughs> happy to hear this. I was yep. so happy because, you know, you don't know. He said he would be re- retiring, but there was still like some chance I felt like it could happen. And then it happened and i'm so <laughs> excited for this yeah he was like I couldn't, i'm i'm gonna retire couldn't. unless unless <laughs> you give me the big bucks right yeah, so instantly, no. instantly doubled his wages but I, I, I couldn't see how they would portray eggman or robotnik without jim carrey now like after two yeah. films is is he is he recastable i don't know it's gonna be a struggle in the future after this one but mm-hmm. i'm uh, really pleased that he's here I'm I'm with Gum here. Uh, she says, um, I always understood that Jim was happy to honor his ongoing roles, but would have been retired from taking on new ones. Ah, okay. So that's that was Makes my sense. understanding as well. So he's probably probably has a contract for at least this movie. Maybe he already had one because the first one was so successful. I'm I'm guessing they signed him for more than just one movie at a time, or at least they had like a verbal agreement or something. So that's I mean that's there were loads of lo- loads of things that made me feel like that maybe wasn't the case but I w- I really hoped cuz when he said that he was retiring he said that I might return like and I quote if the angels bring some sort of script that's written in gold ink 
that says oh, to me that it's going to be really important for people to see. Uh, I might continue I, down the uh, the road, uh, but I'm taking a break. This is it. So it's <laughs> like, okay, is Sonic Three movie that? Maybe it is. I don't know. It could be. Oscar and, material. You know, and then the whole 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 thing about because I I know Jim Carrey has been talking about that he really doesn't like to do sequels because then basically you're just imitating yourself and you have gone past your original inspiration and it's not as good as a result and so jim carrey has done sequels but doesn't like really like to do them so that was also one thing that made me feel like okay um they got they, they got him for two and if that's the mentality he has what are the chances we get a third one so yeah very whichever good, is huh? the case, but it happened. Yeah, whichever is the yeah. case, uh, I think this is great news, right? For for fans of the of the movie, it's yeah. great that he's he's back. Yeah, alongside Shadow, <laughs> crossing over with Sonic Generations, and that's so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lewis says surely he knew it would be a profitable movie series. Yeah, obviously. Mm. I, I mean, after the first one, yes. Yeah. I I don't if think he before he knows. Hmm. Well, I don't think we had our hopes were really that high up before the first movie came out, right? With all that confusion about uh, the 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 design of Sonic and whatever. So, and and like video game movies eh, are a little bit hit and miss. So, but now he does. He does. Uh, <laughs> he does know ugly that. Sonic, Remember yeah, Ugly like, Sonic? <laughs> yes. I'm so happy they changed that. I am so thankful. <laughs> That they changed that. Yeah. Uh, like, for many of us, it was the last movie we we saw before the, the lockdown, right? So, <laughs> yep. So that was a very big thing. So, First memorable. One after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't watch much of the cinema, can you tell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, we have something else, uh, which actually is, again, Sonic-related and Sonic movie-related as well, uh, which is the Knuckles series is coming to April 25th, or coming April 25th to Paramount+, Plus, that service yeah. that I think everyone subscribes to. Definitely has. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and so <laughs> that's, that's something. That's a, but it actually looks pretty good. Uh, yeah. from the trailer, right? It actually looks really great. Does. So it has Idris Elba probably coming back for the script as well. Um, Gold ink, something, something. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> so it's got humor. It's got Knuckles being Knuckles. And uh, yeah, I think it could be interesting. Thoughts? Jim? I think it looks really cool. I. I know we were talking about it when the trailer launched and we we're all quite surprised how it looks to be on par with the movie in terms of quality, um, which I kind of wasn't expecting. I was expecting more of a TV-based version, but it just looks like it's, I mean, if there's six episodes, essentially you're getting a whole extra film in this series mm. along with the film that's coming later in the year. So we get sort of getting two films this year if you, whack them all together and, you know, call it yeah. Knuckles as a whole, but it just looks 
better than I, I was expecting. It has like cameos from characters from the the movie and even Sonic and Tails and stuff. So bigger than I expected. Maybe yeah, it's just like the like... first episode, like the first five minutes, and then they're gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either yeah. way, <laughs> they do like to do that in shows, right? Where you know Jim Carrey's there for like two seconds, but he's in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, Jim Carrey is like the post credit scene of the last episode <laughs> to set yeah. up the, the third movie, probably. Very true, yeah. Could be an idea. I like this, I like this part of a part here where they're, where in the trailer they're showing uh, the knuckles going at it and the other person is like, does it look like I need your power? And then the other one is like, yeah, yeah, we do. That's the whole reason we're here. Like, we're trying to steal Knuckles' power. Plus <laughs> his Sonic CD hat and um, from the mm -hmm. well, the animated movie, the, Sonic, <laughs> the movie, yeah, the, the animated movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Knuckles <laughs> six episode event. Sorry, Lime, we're bad bad time to switch scenes, right? Okay, <laughs> bad timing, but okay. Yeah, pro really, a, a really content. bad time I, to switch scenes. <laughs> I got I got tea down my throat. <laughs> okay. I wasn't yeah, watching. I, I thought you were sneezing. Are you coughing? No, are you having a I sneezing was, um, fit? <coughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's it it, it's down the just wrong how road. excited he is for for knuckles. <laughs> because when we started talking about his hat, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coming April twenty fifth to Paramount Plus. I'm actually curious. Uh, so apparently, people who are watching this from the UK don't really have the service. Don't subscribe no. to the service. Uh, I don't have the service either what about our our the, the majority of our listeners uh, the in the u.s is this a big thing in the u.s paramount plus i think it's I'd bigger like in the election. u.s but i did i did subscribe to it like when it first came out because they had like a new beavis and butthead series so okay. i watched all that okay it's okay very limited service but <laughs> just like knuckles <laughs> well it's one of those that you just dip in and out of so now knuckles is here i'll sign up for a month well yeah. more than a month i guess because is it six episodes so if it's like a weekly thing i think someone was saying that you're gonna have oh. to subscribe for two months oh, so are, they, are they releasing uh, an episode a week i'm not or... sure actually but I, I feel like i heard that recently that because it's six episodes oh, they're course. getting a second month out of you if you know what i mean oh, okay but i'm not i'm not 100 on that so you have to subscribe two months yeah it makes sense yeah okay okay yeah, it's just for the for the love of knuckles makes sense <laughs> I've been trying to, <laughs> okay i've been trying several i've been trying several times actually to um subscribe to uh to paramount plus like i've even tried like the things with like pretending to be in the country oh, uh vpn lie. things like to oh. try to <laughs> Uh, they get it, but they are blocked that too. So, like after a while, I'm like, okay, fine. Guess you just don't want my money. <laughs> so you'll be watching on Paramount Plus day one, though, right? You'll be flying out to America to watch Knuckles. When I see those screenshots of you watching it, that's what I'm hearing, right? Yeah. See, we get that right on now, for sure. right, right now, uh, they have actually fixed it. They have a solution right now. I still can subscribe to Paramount Plus, but they have uh, an equivalent in Sweden now. Oh, an that equivalent has the same. No, no, they have an yeah, actual official one. equivalent Yarr. that you, you know, pay okay. for. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Pirate Mount Plus. Arr. 
That's not it. <laughs> Pirate Mount My Plus. Gosh. Um, but but yeah, so I can I can stream those things uh, uh, officially now. So that's good. okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking. I think it's available in Portugal. I do think it's available. I haven't checked, but that's maybe how little in... of an impact it's had. Then I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not, maybe it's available on one of the other. So usually what happens here is if there's a service that's not available here, they're one of the other ones like Disney Plus or um, Amazon yeah. Prime, they have like a partnership and they you have the, the, the shows and movies from other services available there. I think we got Sonic 2 on Netflix for that reason, because Paramount Plus wasn't available here yet. Oh, and as okay. SD keeps saying, it's now only available as a if you already have an outstanding subscription to the uh, satellite TV main service over here. Okay. So it's, it's, it's a mess to be honest. It's less of a mess than Lime, but it's still not great. <laughs> I've not thought this through very well. <laughs> so can you not sign up to Paramount Plus anymore? You have to have a TV service. Did That's you say? what SD makes it sound like. <laughs> right, I, don't I don't know, know for sure, but I'm taking his word. He's, Actually, he's not normally a trustworthy man, so I'm not sure we can. <laughs> you heard it here I first, remember. people. I think I did mine on my, um, not an Amazon stick, but that one that begins with a Z. I forgot what it was called. No idea. <laughs> nope. Okay. Here's another stick service. And I'm sure it begins with a Z. With an R? The... No. <laughs> no, it is. With an it's R. an R. It's an R. Um, Roku? Yeah. What's it called? A Roku, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that's owned Roast. by Sky, so that's probably how you managed it. That so. could be why the Paramount oh, Plus app like is on that then. Mm. Okay. There you go then. Confusing. So yeah, <laughs> you know, come April, we'll all be trying to figure that out. So if you're if you're in the US, you probably have it easier than us, but it's okay. We'll we'll try to find it, find a way. Yar. Okay. So let's keep going with another article. That's we're, we're, we need to keep going because we have we have to talk about the community. Right. Pulse. Oh, Pulse. that those guys thing. are right. Yeah. Uh, so the the next article we have here is Sega issues financial warning after sluggish sales of Sonic Superstars, Endless Dungeon, and Total War Pharaoh. So right. uh, mm -hmm. they have issued a financial warning afterward called sluggish and weak sales during the crucial holiday 2023 period. Reporting its financial performance for the nine-month period ending December 2023, Sega said it had revised its sales and profit forecast down, mainly due to weak sales of new games released during the third quarter of the financial year. And so they're uh, including uh, Sonic Superstars, Endless Dungeon, and Total War Pharaoh, right? As mm. as the, the ones that didn't sell um, as much as they were expecting. I mean, what were your thoughts, guys? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's my question here. <laughs> exactly, Jim. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on this? Um, are, were they I mean, expecting too much, perhaps? I, I know it's been said a million times a million ways since this news. Oh, Sonic Superstars released too close to Mario. I could say the same mm. of Endless Dungeon. I believe that was the same day as that huge Sonic Frontiers update. Like, your flagship game versus a game admittedly popular with different crowds, but still a less popular game. Like, it feels like a huge conflict of interest in the sales department to me. One's free, I get it, but 
in terms of actual interest, people jumping into the game, looking at those numbers as well, that feels like, oh, I might not go out and buy it day one or whatever, because, well, something else took my attention that you made on the same day. They can't even blame it on Nintendo <laughs> right. or whatever yeah. in that case, you know. But right. yeah, Mario 1's is the obvious case in Sonic Superstars' case. I, I Too uh, too expensive at launch for the content that was Sonic in there. Sonic was, but, man, definitely. Until like so like 60 quid yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. They could insane. have slashed that game in half and sold it for 30. But, well, we can't get too much into spoilers, but uh, certain <laughs> campaigns in that game exclusively exist to pad the game to £50 or whatever it is in your country. It's very obvious that that's the only reason it's there. So mm. they could have well, just I was reading, I think, was there a tweet or that maybe even that article a little bit below these comments? And someone was saying in one of the comments, I think it is on the article page that, um, like, I've not done the research into this, but apparently they put a lot of money into Sonic Superstars, hence the high price. Yeah. They sort of, like, overvalued the design stage, which led to a game that you would think, on paper, the way it looks, is like a £40 game. Probably Yeah, was it the second one down? Yeah, so he said the issue, at least according to the article, is the development cost for something like Sonic Superstars was a lot more expensive than it should have been as well due to rising development costs in general. This is why they priced it so high. Mm. Right. So, yeah. I don't know if you trust that comment, but... I'd yeah. make, it would make sense if it's an outsourced game. Makes sense. Especially from a company who frequently works with, like, say, for example, Nintendo and other pretty high-profile companies. It makes sense that they would therefore demand a pretty high fee especially if it took a couple years Mm -hmm. also wasn't there that rumor that it restarted development twice that would also pump a lot of cost in if you got to hire two Mm. different studios to make the same game is that because the head head case or whatever started it first uh, yeah head cannon and by the tax man both apparently Mm. worked on a chunk of it before pulling out supposedly i don't know how true that is Mm -hmm. so so so, there's a lot yeah it's a but, but it, com- it actually, they actually say it here, right? Like Sega say, in addition, game development costs continue to rise. So they actually yeah. acknowledge, acknowledge this. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It feels like they also, yeah, um, they brought up the thing that you also brought up with uh, release with, um, yeah, there, 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 there was competition in that uh, yeah, release for window. Sure. Uh, but I feel like, when when I look at uh, reviews, um, the reception was mixed. Like that's yeah. exactly what it says on Steam. Mm-hmm. And when I look at when people are talking about it, people go like, oh, "It's okay." Yeah. And so I feel like the quality of the game is a lot here as as well. I don't I don't know if you can blame. Oh, there was other games. So it's not our fault, yeah. but you know, I feel like the game like didn't really impress. I feel. I, I think I think you definitely can blame the competition here, but not not really the competition itself, but the fact that you choose to release your game. Uh, as, at I'm the not same saying it's a zero percent. Other... I'm not saying it's a zero percent. I'm just saying like they only mentioned that. Mm-hmm. As if it's yeah. the only reason, only and I don't issue. think that's the only reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's more than one. Yeah, more than one thing here. More Do you think the factor. price was quite damaging, and maybe they yeah. just trusted that Sonic 
would sell the numbers, but like kind of what Lime's saying there with the mixed reviews, because of the high price tag, people wait to see what other people are thinking about it before they invest. Like, yeah. say if it started lower, they may have got double the sales because it's an easy and pricing game to buy equals in. expectations right. as well. And also, as, as, that high, people as are gonna time have goes by, as we move forward in time, we get older, and the chunk of uh, Sonic fans uh, that you know are, are nostalgic for for classic Sonic, enjoy classic Sonic, probably dwindles a little mm -hmm. bit as well. So, awesome. you know, having like a Sonic Frontiers uh, against Sonic Superstars, people will probably you know. Gravitate towards Sonic Frontiers more than a classic Sonic game, I would say. So yeah, definitely. As as a fan of that game, as a person who enjoyed the game, uh, and we will talk about it later. But it was it would be beneficial for everyone to to have it priced at a, a more reasonable level, right? Than like yeah. a full priced game. Didn't yeah. make much sense. Yeah. Indeed. For sure. So yeah, but but that that's it. That's the the news here about um, their expectations not being met. Probably wrong expectations to start with. So that's on them, I guess. But yeah. But on the other, on the flip side here, uh, the early twenty twenty four period is great because like a dragon, infinite wealth, the persona persona three reload game that that came out as well. They sold like a billion copies very quickly, like uh, setting records. So hopefully Both this will be a better one, year. I think. Sorry? Both were week one, one million sales, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So that's, that's great news that with The Knuckles show and the Sonic movie later in the year, it's probably going to be a really good financial yeah. year in that sense. For sure. For sure. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on, since we want to keep going, uh, we got recently got a Nintendo partner direct, whatever, uh, right. and they we had a, actually an interesting announcement, which was Super Monkey Ball Banana Rumble, right, coming mm -hmm. to Switch on June twenty five, and uh, you know, as our resident uh, Super uh, Monkey Ball fan, Viper thoughts. Oh, I thought you were going to defer to Skill Gym again. Oh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I just oh, want to I... say this trailer is genius. This one's like great. The... Why did they show this? Why didn't they show this one in the direct? This the, is like the, a completely like different the parody version. of the Apple presentations. Yeah. Here. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Hats off. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> for this game, but you you know that already. I mean, <laughs> it's just like graphically a leap above. Um, customization wise a leap above as well um the usual complaint you always get when these games come out is how the physics looks <laughs> like they've made some attempts but i think really the main star of the show here is they really want to show off the multiplayer which is something mm. we've seen unofficially i think in banana mania last year so they clearly probably peered over and took a couple notes um but it looks way more in depth than what fans made there so i'm looking forward mm. to it as SD says, it is a Switch exclusive, but um, they accidentally put out fresh screenshots with uh, keyboard and mouse controls on them. So uh, right. <laughs> probably not going to hold out that long, to be honest with you. But yeah, I think I think the statistic, at least for Banana Blitz HD, so the one before last, was uh, like overwhelmingly in favor of Switch sales, which is why they really focused on optimizing the Switch version for Banana Mania. And I mm -hmm. assume that that 
paid off. I I think the series seems to be strongest on Nintendo right now. I mean, a lot of stuff is, but enough to where they can have their cake and eat it too by taking this deal effectively. So, mm. I mean, if it's where the majority of the play base is, then all the power to them, I guess. Uh, yeah, the performance is kind of an issue in some parts of the trailer, especially the one they showed in the direct. The 16-player multiplayer looked like it had a little bit of trouble, but holding out for yeah. that PC release, considering it can't be far off. <laughs> How said it do you play online multiplayer on the Switch at the moment? Do you have to do that, that phone thing and then connect to like uh, a Bluetooth headphone no, to your phone? Or is it changed? So that's for chat. That's how you do voice chat, yeah. yeah. You just right, do it through okay, the actual yeah. console for the actual multiplayer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. should be like too tedious of a process. Hopefully. Do you reckon... Th- th- this is a whole different matter, but <laughs> do you think the Switch 2 will be backwards compatible and we'll get these games like optimized for like automatically like series X, Xbox one series X optimization. You'd um, hope, but it depends on how much money they give Nvidia because the boring technical thing I heard is that supposedly the chip, which Nintendo would upgrade to isn't backwards compatible, hmm. but I'm sure they can slide NVIDIA a lot of money to get the top people on the team and go, hey, can you figure this out, even though this currently isn't the case? You know, like, do you remember how weird and buggy that 360 uh, backwards compatibility stuff was for the original Xbox games? That shouldn't have ever worked on paper, but that was a lot of money being put in by Microsoft. So I'm sure Nintendo Nintendo have that Wii money still sat around, so I'll give it to, I'll give <laughs> it to Wii, NVIDIA to work Wii something U out. money. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not the Wii U money. Like... That's a different thing, different console. You, <laughs> maybe, you guys wouldn't understand. Make, apparently, make it like was it the the DS where it still had a Game Boy Advance slot in the bottom? Yes. So, yeah, they're they're generally pretty Nintendo. good, but this time it relies on another company. So I think you've got to play that. At least yeah, that's what I heard. I, I yeah, mean, I, I'm guessing it's probably not very. If if it's like the same infrastructure. Shouldn't yeah, be too hard to make it happen. It's probably outdated. I just remember hearing that somewhere. So yeah, it's like, I heard if it that too. That is the case. That's too. interesting. Yeah. But I think I think that they're shutting themselves in the foot if they're. Yeah, there's like, no way they're not, yeah. not making the Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly. Like the switch was like hugely popular <laughs> yeah. to not make the one after backwards compatible to that. Yeah, that would be a mistake. Yeah, and even oh, the Wii U was compatible with the Wii, right? You could put. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, and GameCube in the Wii, so I think... Indeed. They've had um, a couple generations of it. Obviously, they lost it going to yeah. the Switch, but that was the mm-hmm. you know, the whole Apple uh, innovation through loss or what. I don't know however they word it, but you know, we've got to move mm-hmm. forward, or we've got to move backwards to move forward, right? That was Nintendo's logic here. So it'd be really stupid if we moved backwards to move back. Especially with again. the Switch library. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, it's... yeah, there's like thousands of games. It's like Mm-hmm. I'd be such a shame to lose it. For sure. So, for sure. They yeah. gotta do so it, but hopefully Nintendo. hopefully we can get some sort of an upgrade in performance for these games, right? Especially the ones that are right now starting to struggle with the limitation yeah. limitations of the Switch. No. And it, clearly 16 player multiplayer on <laughs> on Switch. Mm. Mm. So probably My other concern was like how active of these servers going to be in a couple of months time is is it a franchise that is going to maintain 16 players every time you want to go on yeah uh, that's a very good or point is it, is it 
an in the moment type of game where you know the first week I, I you can think like monkey ball is more popular than we might think especially yeah. within you... the nintendo community as well right I, I it started on, on gamecube where... like the the console version started on gamecube so yeah and I I know there are a lot of Nintendo fans who are Monkey Ball fans. So if they do this right, could be popular enough to maintain like some support throughout the months. Sixteen players also isn't a huge number. I'm sure if you you know even if the in the event they're just like going into a match and finding it goes dead, I'm sure there'll be like plenty of. I've seen it for all sorts of games, like just, you know, game nights on Discord or something. So, oh, I've hopped in during one of those and I've got into a 16-player lobby easy. I did that on Sonic Transformed the other day, for example. Mm -hmm. That's a dead game and I got a 10-player lobby going on Wii U. So you just got to look in the right places sometimes, I guess. Yeah. One one thing that I remember wondering about the multiplayer there is like, I'm, I'm under the impression that you tilt the whole stage yeah when you move with monkey ball like if that, if you do that point, actually mm. like I'm, does it do it for you, everyone yeah. or just you <laughs> and if mm. it's just you sure. how does that work maybe it changes to just tilting the ball i think they changed that between games it used to be you tilt the ball and now you tilt the stage so maybe they'll change it back to tilting the ball for multiplayer because otherwise oh, yeah, yeah. It feels like a conflict of interest from everyone who's pressing buttons at that point. (laughs) 16 people fighting. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go this way. (laughs) So June 25th, by the way, exclusively on Switch, at least for now. Um, Maybe PC later. Okay, last bit of news before we... Yeah, before we keep going (laughs) is... Uh, Samba de Amigo, Samba de Amigo party to go, right? Uh, this was just announced like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Samba de Amigo party to go on Apple Arcade, the, the, everyone's favorite uh, platform, brings the party to the masses with a huge new update, new mode, online match, which is interesting uh, on, on like a, your phone. New tracks, Cupid, Twin Version, sped up by 50-50. Do it well. And an original track from Sega. Puyo Puyo costume Ooh. and accessory spec. So there we go. New new content for somebody amigo party to go. I haven't new. touched this. Yeah, new uh, for this <laughs> at least. I haven't touched this since like the game came out last year on on the on the phone. Uh, have you played it, Viper? I have. Uh, I don't have very high opinions on this song. <laughs> if you just play it, like, to play Sam Amigo, it's fine. But one of the big draws at launch was that it was the only version with a story mode. The Switch yeah. version just didn't have a proper story mode. Yeah. If you're playing it for that, it's uh, it's not good. It was one of those... Uh, I don't know how you word it. It's just one of those rhythm games where you just feel like you throw yourself at a wall and then the only way you pass some of the songs is through using the cheats that they give you in-game. Because... Uh, some of the chart, you know, it's a touchscreen game, right? Some of the charts are the exact same as the Switch version, which are expected to, you know, shake your arms around or whatever, right? Doing that on a touchscreen where your hands are kind of spaced out like this, I know, weird. <laughs> it's a little weird, but um, it it was like impossible for some of those songs, I swear. And like, I could do them fine on the same on the Switch on the highest difficulty, etc. Just felt like it wasn't quite QA'd properly. That was. Also emphasized by, I noticed so many grammar and spelling mistakes in the English script, at least. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I remember there that. There was so many. 
PlayStation. I had like a problem with the game crashing as well a couple of times, I think. <laughs> Worse than that. Worse than PlayStation. Really? <laughs> yeah, there was some pretty there was some pretty egregious ones in there, like grammar yeah. mistakes as well. Um, That's true. You lost the you lost like the meaning of the sentence a couple of times. I remember. <laughs> wow. I, like, it, it launched in a really rough state, and mm. um, yeah, it's like every single time I've seen a content update, they've just drip fed what's already in the Switch version. But um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the first song, what is it? Uh, the twin version or whatever? What is yeah. it the sped up version of Do It Well? No, well, Cupid, I don't know. Cupid oh, twin version yeah, Cupid. sped up. Unless I'm mistaken, I don't think that's in the Switch version. I think that's an exclusive. So technically, they've got an exclusive after long last. There was like two other songs on launch that were only on that version. Mm-hmm. Like three other songs at launch that were only in that version. Yeah. But it's interesting they're still bothering to update this because it wasn't on that list. But I also supposedly heard that Sam Amigo was also considered a financial failure. So how is he probably I, not on on Apple Arcade? Yeah, I was going to say Apple well, Arcade is not going to be the issue here. That's why probably this is the only not. version still yeah. getting updates. Yeah. Adding, adding had... songs like "Do It Well" by Jennifer Lopez is that Sega paying Jennifer Lopez to use her song, or how does it work? Yeah. Pro- I don't know if Jennifer Lopez or like the record label or whatever. There's mm. a license fee, surely. Yeah, Something like I that, think like. <laughs> make it would make sense, right? So, so yeah. But um, we, we actually Lime and I actually got the chance to sit down with the the hard light people. Spoilers for a future <gasps> episode of the show, and uh, yeah, so. These like uh, partnerships to do with Apple Arcade are probably financially important as well. Pretty fruitful. Right? Pretty fruitful. So <laughs> they probably, probably don't really matter if on, yeah. not a, a lot of people play these games. Um, I, I think we also mentioned. So uh, uh, Lewis was actually saying, "Where's Chuchu Rocket Universe, Sega?" Yeah, we actually mentioned that <laughs> during and the interview. Said, um, um, well. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, and there. Yeah, <laughs> these are limited time deals sometimes yeah. as well. So yeah, <laughs> but it makes sense from a financial point of view. I know we we probably prefer to have these things on other platforms, but we do have the the Switch version, which I actually need to play more. Yeah. It'll you be a should. lot of fun. Because that's actually good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's actually good. I, I should stream it. Like make a fool yes, of myself. Absolutely. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I usually do. You, you could do the online cart mode as well. I'm pretty sure the Battle Royale mode has like matching online. You could get other people into the lobby. Yeah. I've considered doing something like that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. We'll do that. We'll do that soon. <laughs> Okay, and that's it. That's it. It's all for the news. All we had for the news. Uh, thank you guys for pitching in with your thoughts that's on these. Uh, this was like a, a news roundup since last last the last two months. We we hadn't have a, a show, so we we just looked at what happened in the world of Sega. But now like let's talk these. about. Sorry, I like doing these. Yeah, the news roundups. They usually, I usually plan them for like fifteen minutes, and they take an hour <laughs> to, to go through. But okay, talk about. we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot of thoughts. We are opinionated people. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
let's talk about the Community Pulse 2023 survey, which is the, the main reason for this episode to exist. Yeah, the Community Pulse. Are we all still alive? That's the off, the, the, the question. Um, so a few weeks ago, I, I sent some of the, uh, some of the community, our, our community friends, websites and stuff. Um, I sent people a survey with... Uh, like a few categories of of games, uh, and asked for people to to rank them and vote for their favorites. Um, the categories are uh, the following. So the first one was best Sega game of 2023, which is pretty self explanatory. Then we have best Sega adjacent slash inspired game of 2023, best indie game of 2023. Most notable fan translation, most notable fan game. Uh, we also had a category which is like not, not the best, but uh, for people to tell us what they've been playing. Uh, so notable older Sega games played in 2023. And then the final one was best non-Sega game of 2023. This is basically what I've been doing for the past few seasons. But usually, instead of having a survey, people would record themselves uh, talking about these. Since we wanted to do this live and try to do this in a, a different way. Maybe. <laughs> not really. Uh, I, I thought we would try this this year. Note to self. Don't plan this for the th very close to the week of Game Blast next, next year. Because I, no. I, I wanted to do more with this, but I didn't have mm. time. So <laughs> note to self, maybe do this a little bit earlier or later uh, in the season. But, you know, later doesn't work. Because we're talking about 2023 in yeah. like the, the, the late February. So it doesn't. At least work. you managed to keep it within February, Casey. Exactly. <laughs> On a technicality. At least the live, the live version. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's start with the big category. Let's not waste time, and let's go with yeah. best Sega game of 2023. So oh there was a list gosh. of games, and you guys asked not to be spoiled. So. Um, Did I? Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. So <laughs> this is the state. For people watching, you can see the state of the the survey, oh. like the Community <laughs> Pulse 2023, the Sega Community Pulse. By the way, big thank you to people from Radio Sega, uh, Shenmue Dojo, Sega Bits, um, the Sega Guys, the Dreamcast Junkyard. We had streamers like Argic, uh, Sam Procrastinates, um, uh, Bika-chan, and many others. So a lot of people actually uh, replied to this survey. Uh, and these are the results. So there's a big discrepancy, like the first two games have more points. So this is how it worked. I gave people the list of games and they had to uh, score them according to their five favorites. Right, so the first, the, the best one would get five points, second two points, third three, and so on. And this is what it happened. Okay, uh, any guesses as to what the the, the best game of twenty twenty three was, guys? Shenmue three. <laughs> <laughs> if only, eh? if only. No? Okay. So let, no I'm going to reveal this little by little. Little by little. Okay? It's, so, is it not going to be Sonic Superstars now? I don't know. 
So with with unfortunately zero points, we had Persona Three Portable. Okay, no votes for this. One point, one vo vote for Company of Heroes Three, Bayonetta Origins, and Total War Pharaoh both got two points. And then Football Manager 2024 got three points, Endless Dungeon four, and Etrian Odyssey Origins four points as well. Okay, so these are the first few or the last few, depending on the your point of view, games here. Any sort of disappointment here, guys? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Bayonetta was Origins a... was great. Absolutely mm. deserved a few more points. I get the feeling they're my two points in particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I very much think they might be. Um, no, great game. I I don't think many people played it. I think it really went under the radar at the time, which is a shame because unlike Sonic Superstars, you can't blame that on nothing else being around at the time. It was huh. a dry month. <laughs> it just got no recognition. It was like and January, I right? It, it. Uh, it was March. What else oh, came March, out in March okay. last year? I can't okay. think of anything. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm with Space Holiday. I'm surprised that persona 3 portable didn't get anything came out last year that yeah, it was so this is lewis's favorite game of all time apparently right lewis uh, but not even lewis voted for for it though so that said lewis what are you doing why didn't you vote for this <laughs> uh, it was just lewis it was, was just a remaster shimmer. right though so it wasn't really like the the, the new game we got this year yeah, I think it was literally just a port, like a PSP emulator around the game. And even then, I heard it was apparently pretty buggy on top of that. It wasn't a very good oh, emulator. Okay. So, as I said, like, we had already had leaks for Persona 3 Remake for, like, yeah. a couple yeah. months. So, mm -hmm. it's like, why would I even bother playing this? <laughs> <laughs> and most people prefer, as Lewis said, most people prefer the PS2 versions anyway. So, mm -hmm. it's like kind of a, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a, whole, it's a whole storm, right? Yeah. So poor percent of three portable, no votes, but every other game had votes. Okay, so let's move on. Let's move on to the next batch of games. And coming up next <laughs> with five votes or five points, actually, a Persona 4 Golden, a little bit higher than three portable. And then Persona 5 Tactica got nine points. And I, I will say... Persona 5 Tactica deserved to be higher on this list. I actually played this uh, last year in December because it, uh, it was on, on Game Pass and I really enjoy it. Really enjoy this game. It's like I'm not really the, the type of game that I usually play, um, but I, I really enjoyed this. So Persona 4 is such, an, such a gem of a game though. And it only got five. Same thing I mean, as portable, right? It's I'd just assume most people port. who played it who have, will have already played it and won't have gone, oh, this is the game that I loved most this year. It's like, well, I loved it yeah. most in 2012 when it came out or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's how yeah, I look yeah. back on these things personally. Yeah, I don't know. yeah that's true. That's, that's the point. Mm. Yeah. Um uh, Rafsik, by the way, on Discord is saying, I love tactical RPGs. I loved Persona 5, but P5T was so uninspiring. I never really picked it up after a couple of attempts. Really? I actually enjoyed it very much. Not really my cup of tea in terms of genre, but the whole aesthetic and the and like the the whole Persona 5 feel to it. 
uh, I thought <laughs> Resident Evil Resident Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool, <out>, Raf. <laughs> yes, Raf, we're live on on the radio and on Twitch right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but I I I thought it would. I I think I I voted for this one. I I actually voted for. It. So these nine points, like half of them are mine, perhaps. 4.5. No. Uh, okay, so let's move on. Let's move on to the next section. Three more games. So with 15 points, Somebody Amigo, Party Central. I didn't include the the MetaQuest and the the mobile version here, but uh, 15 points for the, the, the Switch version. Deserved, I think. Sonic Origins mm-hmm. Plus. Higher than I expected, to be honest, with 70 yeah. points. Yeah, same, same. My <laughs> reaction to how did that get more than like Persona 4? Because maybe Persona people 3. played it, and some of yeah, the games on this list Sonic. people didn't play. Yeah, people played it because it's running, Sonic. With the experience of running general Sega surveys, if it's a Sonic option, it will pu- it will poll higher than things that probably deserved it. Yeah, more. I did the same, yeah. but still. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but they yeah. probably deserved it more than Origins. You, your your shock on your face said it all, and you're the Sonic guy here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, slightly above that with twenty two points, uh, C Smash VRS, which was surprising yeah, to me because I didn't that's think. Nice to see. Yeah, yeah, it it had a few people voting for it, uh, which is interesting. I didn't think to that many people. I actually, I think, I have the list here. Um, five people voted for, and and two of them uh, ranked it as their best game of the year, and, two and of the other three as the second best of the year. So I think that was possibly me in one of those. Probably, oh, wow. if you can tell. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I thought of you because I know you have a PSVR too. So yeah. Oh, yeah, oh wow! <laughs> one of the yeah. few owners of those. One of the few owners. <laughs> that's that's my my train of thought here is, as well. Is I wasn't expecting it to game. be so high yeah. because I don't think many people actually have a PSVR too. Well, now that but, it's on Oculus, hopefully it picks up a bit more momentum. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. But but it's it is a great game apparently for from what everyone says. So mm-hmm. it seems like it's deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. Okay, and we're. Entering the top five now, right? So let's see what happens next. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> so number five, Sonic Ooh, Dream Team with Ooh. 23 points, Ooh. slightly above C Smash VRS. And number four, Like a Dragon Ishin, 27 That means points. Sonic Dream Team got a lower score than Sonic Superstars, I guess, then, which we haven't uh, gotten Average of have people haven't played it. <laughs> That's a point, yeah, because it's only on Apple Apple Arcade. That could definitely be. That's still be like an installer possibly... base of like hundreds of millions of people, potentially, right? <laughs> Who can true. play it? It is. Yeah, it yeah. is true. That's true. It's true. Yeah, I do um, feel like the people I've spoke to about it are like they haven't got an Apple device. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I personally, I would actually prefer Sonic Dream Team over Sonic Superstars. Oh, same. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Me too. Oh. Me too. The thing is, you played both, <laughs> yeah. right? So maybe uh-huh. not everyone did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good top, point. Top three bets. What are you? Sonic Superstars. Sonic Superstars. Sonic Superstars. Sonic Superstars. Sonic Superstars. Is top bar. Sonic Superstars. Maybe not top because. 
what would be top topper if that's a word? So I can only think of the two, and one of them superstars. So I'm 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 actually surprised at what what number uh number two is. <laughs> number three, actually, what number three is. <laughs> I don't remember. But people voted for it, so <laughs> it's the three games. Okay, so I'm gonna reveal each one at a time. Yeah. Okay. So, number three, the murder of Sonic oh, the Hedgehog. <laughs> this was right. really a surprise for me. I didn't expect people to vote for this. And uh, many people actually uh, voted it as like one one per person voted it as the best game. Th four people voted it as the second best game. <laughs> and it, then it got a few threes, some twos, a couple of ones. So yeah, the second runner-up is the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog by the Sonic Social Team. <laughs> well done. Well Even though it was my second place vote, I just forgot this game existed for a okay. brief moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Like so this that's was my it. favorite Sonic game of the year. <laughs> excellent, excellent. So, good job. Number three. Number two is Sonic Superstars. Wow. First okay. runner-up. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's, it's quite surprising. I actually... I, I, was a little bit surprised that it got the second place here. I thought Sonic Dream Team would rank a little bit higher, but as yeah, yeah. we already said, it's an Apple Arcade exclusive, so maybe mm. that's got something to do with it. Uh, it was my one of my games of the year, actually. I do enjoy, I genuinely enjoy Sonic Superstars. I know I'm in the minority. I get the, the issues that I people mean, it is a good mention. Game. But I absolutely understand that. Yeah, I do enjoy it very much. Uh, yeah. So, I I thought the game that got number one would get it. I thought really? this would be the best game of the year because it was is my... This... Oh, is this yes? going to be the man that erased his name? Is that... But that was that last year? Uh, yeah, there you go. No, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, like a dragon guide and the man who raised his name. That, that was my game of the year, my Sega game of the year, actually. I did really enjoy this. Uh... The the we, we we talked about it, Viper, when you came on the show yeah. last time. Uh, it it's a shorter, more compact, uh, like a dragon experience, but really enjoyable. Uh, the story is probably one of the most emotional ones in the series. Oh. So, definitely, in my opinion, well deserved for uh, the man who erased his name, and um. a, a good way to set up. The events Next of year. of Infinite Wealth, right? As yeah. well, so it was a really nice. It, prefer it, honestly, still. So yeah, it's yeah. it's a great game. Yeah, RGG is SD set. <laughs> RGG, <laughs> RGG, exactly. RGG. Nice. <laughs> so that's it. That's it for our best. Uh, oh, and by the way, let me just share the final results here. So 32 points for the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. He's dead, finally. Sonic Superstars got finally. 50. Finally. And Like a Dragon Gaiden got 73 points. So fives all across the board. Uh, one four and a couple of threes. So definitely most people's game of the year uh, in terms of Sega games of 2023. 
yeah. Any comments? <laughs> no. Surprising no. list. Yeah. Mostly, mostly normal, but some real. Uh, what's, what's the word? Some shockers, some upsets. Upsets is the word. Some no. real upsets. Scotty says confirmed Sonic's death is more interesting than sports. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't argue with that. I have to say, yeah. Sonic's death could be a sport. <laughs> Various circles. Just a halftime show, murdering Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was the the first category, best Sega game of 2023, and then we got into and the, the other ones need a little bit more explaining. So uh, the next one was best Sega adjacent slash inspired game of 2023. What do I mean by this? Uh, we wanted games released in 2023, which, while not official Sega releases, I'm reading for the sur- from the survey, uh, were either inspired by a Sega IP or created by a former Sega developer and share some of the Sega DNA we all love. Okay, And I actually gave two examples, which were Bomb Rush Cyberfunk and Air Twister as games which are Sega-adjacent slash inspired, right? Um, so what do you think, guys? Uh, um, what do I think? Well, I can see the out? results. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, you know these. Yeah. Oh, these you know. Okay, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. And I, I, I feel like, JC, <laughs> maybe you, you giving those examples... May have uh, persuaded. That was my thought too. I got that thought as well. Like, hmm, interesting. I the reason I did was so that people would not vote for things that were really not what we wanted Mm. here. Uh, Actually, people voted for these two games (laughs) overwhelmingly, uh, but overwhelmingly, but (laughs) we got a vote for Hi-Fi Rush as well, which I got. I thought thought interesting. And in a way, I I agree. Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush is definitely like Jet Set Radio. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, in a in a way, kind of graphical style. Maybe so. I I got the 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 vote for for that game as well. But the winner uh, was, of course, uh, this. Yeah, this Bomb Rush Cyberfunk was the best Sega adjacent ins- or inspired game with um you know like a majority of votes although Air Twister was also highly voted but uh Bomb Rush Cyberpunk was the the winner in this category have you guys played it i know viper has uh, I, know, yeah. I know you i know you have yeah yeah i didn't so, finish it but i played it yeah really enjoyed my I've time i've seen Vegas stream it so i know what it is <laughs> now that you've played Jet Set Radio, Lime, you should actually yeah. play this as well. Play, oh, yeah, play yeah, a good yeah. Jet Set Radio game, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it, it does look good. Like, in, in, in Jet Set Radio, like in, in any other games, do you get that, um, like, boost pack that you have in, no. on, on the back that you have in this game? Or is that exclusive to this? That's exclusive uh, to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's a, an interesting twist on the, the Jet Set yeah. Radio formula. Right. And you don't just you don't just have like the skates, you have the bike between all of them, yeah. The, bike, the bike's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. 
uh, Rafsig is asking, and this is uh, a question that came up: Is C Smash VRS directly published by Sega? I thought it was so. It's not. It wasn't published directly published by Sega, but it is a Sega IP. Same reason why Bayonetta Origins was on the list because it is technically a Sega IP, right? Um, but it was was published by Wolfenwood. No, that's the developer. I, I, I'm sort of saying the, the, the Panzer the, Dragoon the, remake or something. York's York like company. Yeah. York Tittle's company. I don't know which one. It is. Uh, Rapid Eye Movers, I think. And Wolfenwood mm -hmm. were the developers of the game. Uh, yeah. So, as uh, just like Lewis is saying, don't sleep on Bomb Rush if you love JSR. Even if you don't, try it. I, I think you'll love it. It's a really yeah. good game. It's if, so if satisfying. If you ever had gripes with how Jet Set Radio plays, it just washes all that away. It's just, it's Jet Set Radio in the modern day without all of the clunk. And I, I love those games, but they're hard to recommend to people who've not already played them unless you're recommending them on a purely aesthetical basis rather than actually playing them. It fixes every problem like that. So if you're mm -hmm. hesitant based on that, I'd just jump into it, honestly. Yeah. I recently played the Jet Set Radio games. I very much enjoyed it. I didn't get far though, but I, I, I to, need to have it. another joint stream. <laughs> yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm li definitely. live commentating on 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 your progress through GSR. <laughs> it was loads rush. of fun. <laughs> Mama, don't yeah. sleep on it. <laughs> okay, so uh, next up we have the category that I think. And so, by the way, full disclosure. The only category that was mandatory was the first one, was best Sega game. So not everyone, um, you know, voted for the other categories. Maybe because they didn't play any any of the games that fit the criteria or didn't really understand. This next one caused a little bit of confusion, so I had to like void some of the votes. Best indie game of twenty twenty three, but it, it's it says here what it is. Uh, we're choosing the best indie slash homebrew game released for Sega platforms in 2023. And I gave an example, which was, again, the one that <laughs> won. <laughs> but um, there were a, a few more votes here that weren't mentioned in the, in, the, in the survey. However, there were a couple of votes for games that were like, yes, indie games, but not really the ones that we were looking for, not indie games released on PC. We wanted indie games for Sega systems, right? So that's why some of these votes were didn't count. So, surprise, surprise, who won? <laughs> Driving <laughs> Strikers on the Dreamcast okay. by Reality Jump, right? So Driving Strikers um, won Best Indie Game of the year um there was there was a vote there were votes for final fight md as well and for oh. postal on the dreamcast mm -hmm. as well yeah which was uh yeah which is valid yeah yeah, yeah. uh but driving strikers won won this this category of best indie games so for next year remember this is or these are games <laughs> 
developed by people <laughs> who are not like Sega, who are not like a big company and just um, released games for uh, Sega systems. Uh, I'm, I'm actually having a conversation with the developer of Dri Driving Strikers soon. So look forward to that on cool. the Sega Lounge. Next, we had most notable fan translation of 2023. One of the most interesting categories because we had a lot of votes here. I didn't expect people to vote stuff, yeah. for so many and to be so knowledgeable about this. Um, so we actually had two of them. That was, that was close vote here. Two of them were very, very close. But for example... Uh, Dracula X Nocturne in the Moonlight was mentioned uh, on the Saturn. Stellar Assault SS for the Saturn as well. Uh, Silhouette Mirage on the Saturn was also mentioned. Um, Bomberman Fight. Did, uh, did, was that I Need Fruit? Did he vote for that one? <laughs> <laughs> massive Bomberman uh, fan. Yeah. Um, the winner by very close margin. So runner-up, Rent-A-Hero number one on the Dreamcast. And the winner, um, I'm confused. Is this the graphic? No, this was the no, previous no. one. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's, this one. Again. it's this one. <laughs> Nakaruru, the gift she gave me. By Derek Pascarella, <laughs> Dura Lumen, Marshall Wong, and uh, oh, person in chat right now, Lewis Cox. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, this was the the game that won. I I haven't played this. Have you guys played this? I just downloaded it yesterday. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Same. I need to get Driving Strikers as well, so that would be in the same category. But nearly played this. It doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> I've heard a lot about it on the Dreamcast Junkyard podcast. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played it yet for one simple reason: because of the the, the genre of game it is. It's like a uh, a visual novel, and I'm not mm. really too familiar with um, like the the universe. Uh, it, it's it's based on, uh, but I do understand why it was voted as the the most notable and i i was actually careful for once uh about not calling this best fan translation because i i think that would be a little bit like unfair because translating games uh without getting paid and the the amount of work that they uh, that people do with these. I don't think calling it best is a good way, but most notable. And I do understand why this is one of the most notable um, fan translations uh, due to the amount of text involved. And I know Lewis shared this was a, a labor of love and uh, something that consumed a lot of time. So yeah, well-deserved guys. Um, See, so Lewis says, it's a visual novel. I understand it's not for everyone. A lot of the reason I joined the team was I just wanted to play it in English. There we go. No. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is the the announcement trailer that we're watching right now. It doesn't really show much of in terms of um, gameplay, but it shows a little it's bit of mystery. the 
the art style and uh, it gives you a little insight into the, the story of Nakururu, the gift she gave me. Right. So it's now available and you can uh, download the English translation patch. By the way, she quick mention... Guitar? <laughs> that's Sorry. a good question is, is the gift guitar. the guitar mm. Ooh. <laughs> is that a guitar or is that a, like a, just have to play. a mystical instrument mm. tonight I'm going to sing you a song about the spirits of spring Ooh. yeah uh, so by the way I, I forgot something because I'm a very organized person um, I, I wanted to mention by the way what Driving Strikers is for people not familiar with the game so it's like a Rocket League type game, which you can play online on the Dreamcast. So you can also get it on Steam, but you can play online right now uh, on on Dreamcast. So that's a, a very good uh, a, a very good place to be right now, right? 2023, 2024 with new games, with online play coming for the Dreamcast. That's amazing. Yeah, with crossplay. Yes, wow. was, is I didn't know that. With cross play. That's cool. Yes, wow. that's true. That's cool. That's true. Yeah, and I wanted to give a special mention. I think this is appropriate since you know Lewis indirectly just won one of our categories. <laughs> I wanted to mention before, but you know it's it's a good time as any. Um, the Dreamcast Junkyards uh, top twenty five Dreamcast indie games uh, uh, article, uh, and so they they actually asked people to vote for their top 25 Dreamcast indie games. And it's been updated with the 2023 releases, which includes actually somewhere Driving Strikers. So if you look at this, you'll find some interesting indie developed games like that fit this criteria that we wanted for best indie game of 2023. Games released for the, the Dreamcast and a big shout out to the Dreamcast Junkyard, which was like the outlet, the, the, the community website that uh, actually participated the most in this survey. A lot of people from the, the DCJY uh, voted for their favorite games of 2023. So thank you very much, guys. I was trying to find driving circuits. Okay, number four. Number four. Wow. Yeah, that's high praise, high praise. So, um, online gaming on the Dreamcast <laughs> in 2023, cross-play with PC. What a world we live in. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, Rent a Hero number one. Do try that if you if you can. Really enjoy that. That was my pick because it's it was the one that I played the most last year. Really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. It's got Sagata Sanchiro. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Scotty Mo says, in the year 2000. Yeah, that's a, an, a throwback. Okay. Uh, anyway, let's keep going with, with another category, which is most notable fan game. So this was, I don't know, was this a surprise, Jim? Maybe not, because she shared like <laughs> this voting stuff to Shomu Dojo, so there's yeah. only one option. <laughs> but there's some um, good games I'm reading in the, the, like the runners-up and stuff, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. maybe it is a surprise, uh, I don't know. 
I mean, there were more than the Shenmu Dojo people voting for this. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah, okay. a lot That's more people voted for it. Um, and yeah, but without probably a lot of surprise, uh, is it this? I think it is, yes. Okay, Dreams of Saturn by George Kitchen. So it's a Shenmue mm -hmm. fan game, which released uh, late last year. So it was still fresh in people's minds. Yeah. Uh, and it's Christmas game. Yeah, well-deserved, definitely well-deserved. Uh, so it's, would you like to, to explain briefly what this game is about? So, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of a prequel to Shenmue in the sense that Rio's father's alive. Um, oh, look. <laughs> oh, look who yeah. it is. <laughs> so, Inception. Right? Jimception. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just noticed that, yeah. It's me and Matt playing. Yeah. We yeah. did play. We did stream it for Christmas. So, yeah, it, it is a pretty much a, a Christmas fan game where Rio has to try and get a Sega Saturn. Um, <sighs> and it's just, it's, it's just jam-packed with more than just... Shemu basically. So if you if you're a big Shemu fan, obviously this is going to be you're going to be right at home. You're going to wander the streets of Dubuita and Sakuraoka and everything. It's it's all there. Um, it plays in first person, and there's there's loads of like details that obviously George hot. Kitchen's a big Shemu fan. So these are like a lot of like Shemu esque details. Um, but there's also a lot of things in there that's just I think any Sega fan is going to enjoy. Like these nights into dreams content in there. Is uh, um, Rystar. There's just like loads of cool Sega IP things in there. These collectible toy capsules from different characters and cassette tapes. Um, these actual Sega Saturn games that you can take back and um, you can't actually play them, but you can watch them on Rio's TV and like all. It's just the attention to detail. It's like Shenmue, but even more so. Like I say, all the TVs are like working and showing footage and like video content on the on the TVs live, and there's QTEs in there, and it's it's a really nice story as well. There's like a an underlying st story, um, and then there's some bits and bobs that have been inspired by, say, even Shemu Three herb picking. Just loads loads of stuff to do, and George is actually working on uh, a new game, kind of a follow up to this that's releasing later in the year. There's a video on YouTube. Of I think Joe Kitchen released a video of all of the cutscenes from this game, and then at the end he sort of teased what jo uh, Georgie's next game is going to be. It's going to be like set in Guilin, and it looks stunning. And a little bit later in the the year as well, he's doing a 2.0 version of Dreams of Saturn that includes the harbor. Ooh. So yeah, definitely check that out. And you can get this right now um, yeah. if you go on the Shemu Dojo and click Media. Scroll down to the fan game section, and uh, yeah, you can grab it from there. And it's got controller support now, right? Which it didn't have when it launched. So yeah, and I Which think is... when that releases, that's also going to have like third person toggle, so you can play third person or first person, depend like if you didn't mm -hmm. like the first person aspect. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's our most notable fan game of the year. Dreams of Saturn. Good job. Uh, and that one George. is well deserved. Yeah, Definitely. well deserved. Um, quick mention, though, to Golden X32X, which was uh, actually a couple of people voted for this one. And then we had 
Uh, oh, also Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit also got, got a, a couple of votes. Yeah. Uh, then we had <coughs> Sonic 3 Chronicles, uh, Hellfire Saga, uh, Sonic Overture 95. This one I didn't know. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is a hack of Sonic of Streets of Rage 2. And it looks really good. <laughs> I have to say, I, I looked it up and uh, was really surprised with uh, with how it looks and how it l looks like it plays. So probably oh. want to check out. Yeah? No. I thought someone said something. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I said something, but I, I just said, oh. oh okay. I had nothing more to add to that. <laughs> Yeah, Resident SE is saying I uh, really like Sonic Three Chronicles. Great concept. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm happy that I got one mention there because, like, in the like of the Sage games, that was absolutely the one I adored the most. It's mm -hmm. I loved it. I really enjoyed awesome. the 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 Sage episode we did last year. We need mm -hmm. to do it again this year. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice to have like a full on episode dedicated to that event and the amount of great games is just amazing every year yeah so that's the the final sega related category that actually had votes right next up we had notable older sega games played in 2023 so here it's like people could mention whatever games they wanted Surprisingly, though, uh, there were like people who mentioned the same games. So, um, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed got uh, some mentions. Shenmue awesome got some mentions. Yeah, yeah. Shenmue is a great game. Lime, indeed. That's that's true. Lime. Yes. <laughs> Lime. I. It, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. However. Yeah. No. No. However, I'm absolutely sure it is. I should give it a try once uh, one day. Twenty twenty four. Lime. Yeah. Long year. Yeah. Hashtag let's right. get Lime to Indeed. play Shenmue. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, or, SD, like SD says, don't. It's shorter. Cancel Lime. Cancel Lime. Okay. It's extreme. <laughs> um, we also had a couple of mentions for Spike Out, probably mm -hmm. because of the. Wait, Spike Xbox Out is, is going a, down? Something like that? Is that a, like a Dragon Infinite Wealth? It's an Infinite Wealth, uh, yeah. So. Infinite Wealth, maybe people played it outside of... Hopefully. Uh, sense. We want them submitting yeah. 2024 games. That's future uh -huh. content. Oh, that's, that's spoiler content. Okay, <laughs> a couple of people mentioned the PS2 version of Shinobi, which is interesting Fair as enough. well. <laughs> Yakuza Like a Dragon, Daytona USA 2, Okay, like a Dragon Gaiden. Makes yeah, sense. That makes uh, sense. Sega though. Sonic Arcade. Nice. Mm -hmm. Panzer Dragon Saga. Uh, Shenmue 2. Bare Knuckle okay. 3 English modded. Uh, seven Mansions Ghastly Smile. Uh, Sega Rally. Crackdown. Nights into Dreams. Panzer Dragon Orta. Persona 5. Monkey Ball on the Arcade. Nice. Uh, old school. Zero Tolerance, Wirehead, Kins, Kids on Sight, Slam City with Scotty Pippen, Sonic Mania, Hatsune Miku Project to Extend, <laughs> Kuroichi. What was that one? Is that a Sega game? <laughs> Slam City with Scotty Pippen? Really? 
Yeah, classic. What a classic. Yeah. <laughs> what what <laughs> console is that on? Isn't that Mega CD? I've never heard it's of on this the game in my life. <laughs> yes, Mega Fair CD. Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Slam okay. City. Oh, Slam it, it was City Scotty. Scotty, it was Scotty. Scotty mentioned this. He says, <laughs> that was me and I'm not out. sorry. <laughs> Is that a US oh. exclusive? It's like one of the, those FMV games yeah. on the Mega CD. Okay. That, as are a few of them well, here. Actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, see? It says, I experienced Slam City for the first time and had to mention it. It's a gem. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, basketball player, really? Even I know uh, that. No? Am I right? Like, I think I am. <laughs> yeah. You see, you're always right. Oh, That's sorry, the final boss. boss. That's <laughs> Scotty Pippen is the final boss. Never played the game. I've seen footage of the game. I've seen people mentioning the game, but never played it. Are you, are you for, for real? Is Scotty Pippen the final boss? That's what he said. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Six has um, Michael Jordan's sidekick. Yeah. yeah, playing for the Bulls. No, I got destroyed. We never even saw Pippen. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> it's a hard game, apparently. Okay, Kunoichi, PlayStation 2, so that's the Nightshade, right? Kunoichi is the Japanese yeah, the, name. the sequel to Shinobi. Exactly, on the PS2. Uh, and Sega Rally t- uh, 2006 on the PS2 as well. So those were the mentions of... Can you uh, see who picked who, or p- who picked what game there? Yes. I did can. Kill Jim Shenmue. Uh, everyone else is irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, did Do- Dr. Scott nitpick Monkey Ball Arcade? Oh, yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. No. He, no. he was the one that uh, was. I can uh, see who picked yeah. that. Cool, I can, give is. me a second and I'll try to find who picked. Uh, not everyone mentioned the ga- the these games here because this was one of the optional categories. I'm just gonna mention if people didn't say they didn't want to be uh, uh like involved in the show because there was an option for people not to be involved in the show that they just wanted to vote. But uh if that's not the case I can Maybe and depending on who it is. Uh, interesting. <laughs> I just noticed something. Oh, the person who is in chat who voted for who mentioned seven mentions ghastly smile said great two player co op. Okay, so if you want to have a a nice two player co op experience, um, the set person says this is a good idea. Good game to try. <laughs> Said person Shen. might have already mentioned this in the chat, so we can easily identify them. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying, struggling actually to find. <laughs> uh, I don't worry about it. Was, I yeah, think I know it, who it, it was. I think it was. was okay, there we go. Uh, oh, actually, it was Brian. Brian from the Dreamcast Junkyard. Oh, wow. Yeah. The only game he mentioned. Shout out to Brian. Brian Vines. Arrest KC. <laughs> Maybe that's the same machine. GDPR violation. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's wild that someone actually put Monkey Ball Arcade 
It's yeah, Brian and Volpe. Yeah. yeah, I I wonder if that's the cabinet because I was going to talk about this briefly. There's one that's going to be coming up local to me, so that's going to be on my 2024 list. And I'm not too far from where Brian's coming to, I think. So I wonder if it's the same cabinet. Could talk about it next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. Fascinating, so, I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but it's it's nice. It's nice that we can actually find places where to play these older Sega yeah. arcade games still, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so for the final category, um, we have best non-Sega game of 2023. So it really doesn't matter because it's not Sega. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> people could vote either way. And we had a we got a tie for, for top spot. So special mentions. Uh Viewfinder. Would you care to talk uh, about it, Lime? Yeah. Um <laughs> That took me by by, by surprise. I, I I already love like the puzzle uh, games that really inspires you with new ways. Um, and, and I'm talking um, Portal Two is is is, is uh, that Portal series is an awesome game. And there was what game am I thinking about? There was another one that I just can't just in coming to me but yeah like what you do is that you have a camera basically in in the, in the game and let's say that you have um cliff in front of in front of you it's like you you and like you need to get over to the other side and so what do you do you can't go go over there but what you do then is like you take a photo of the bridge right over there and then when you've taken a photo of that, then you align that photo with the gap in front of you and then press a button. And now that bridge is on that gap and you can just move over. So that's how you then solve the puzzles using yeah. the camera. And it's just such an inspiring way um, to to solve puzzles. I absolutely love it. It's um, It's a huge recommend. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I saw you streaming this. I thought it was interesting. One of those th games that I, I I think to myself, yeah, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll eventually play this, but maybe never will. Mm. But it's one of those games that if if I do end up trying it, I'll probably love it. Yeah. Um, Wiley Coyote <laughs> stuff says Rapsig. <laughs> you finger <laughs> probably with a better you finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Viewfinger is a different it's game. A very different Scotty. game. Use very your camera different in very game, different yeah. ways. This is Viewfinder. <laughs> yes, yes. Just to clarify. Uh, also, um, there was Spider Man 2. There were. Uh, there was Star Wars Jed Jedi Survivor, which I haven't played yet. I liked the first one. Didn't play this yet. Uh, Robocop Rogue City. Baldur's Gate 3 surprisingly only had one mention. Thought Let's people go. would vote more for this. Sea of Stars, uh, Lunar Lux, and then we had like the runners up were Street Fighter 6, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and Lethal Company. Those were the runners up. And we had a tie for first place for most voted non Sega game. So Sega games not developed or published or any in any way related to Sega. So we had two. 
Bomb Rush Cyberfunk and Resident Evil 4. I know Robber Rush Cyberfunk was also in another category, but it, it actually fit. And uh, we had a tie for these two games, Resident Evil 4 and Bomb Rush Cyberfunk by Team Reptile. Thoughts, guys? Deserved. Uh, I can only speak for one instance. I'm playing Resident Evil 4 at the moment, to be honest, with Mm -hmm. PSVR 2, and it's a great game. Yeah. I never really, like back in the day when I played Resident Evil 4 on, I played it on the Wii or the GameCube where it was released. I think it was a Wii game, wasn't it, right, when it came out? It was on GameCube first. It was on what, sorry? I think it was was on GameCube GameCube first, and then there was the Wii version. Uh Okay. Yeah, I think it was GameCube then. It was when it came out, and it was like a bit of a shock compared to the other games because obviously this is like a third person. And back in the day, it was, it was camera. I forget the exact phrasing. Over the shoulder. Um, like there's another word, um, sort of like um, Sony. It's, it's not going to come to me on air. Game. But, um, <laughs> Oh, so, so, you know, like the where you're walking into the camera and then the camera flicks and then you're in a different, you know, Resident oh, Evil style. View finger. Maybe so. Maybe that's what it was called, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, see the view, view finger. Fix camera. And then obviously Fix Resident camera. Evil 4 was a, a different style. So that was a bit, a bit of a shock when it came out. But playing it in 2024, 20, I'm playing it at the moment in VR, it's just insane. You, you're like, you're grabbing for your knife here and stabbing and getting your gun out of your pocket and, you know, it's like very hands-on experience. Please do it again. <laughs> you're getting your knife and you're stabbing. <laughs> then you're getting your gun and, and then over your shoulder, you pull out your shotgun and you have to actually like... Um, oh, sorry. The, sorry. Yes, please. Pump, pump, pump action okay. shotgun like that. <laughs> you finger the shotgun or something, something. Okay, like you finger it then. Okay, basically, yeah. Hashtag view finger. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, what, did, what did you guys vote for, by the way? Or did you, did you not vote for this? I can't this remember. I voted view finder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I voted uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, it was thought about, thought about Bomb Rush, but, you know, at the end of the day, the... The, the amount of time I spent with that game uh, last year. So, yeah, it had to be Tears of the Kingdom. I, I do understand that maybe it's not like it wasn't as impactful as uh, Breath of the Wild because of the surprise of it. It wasn't really something entirely new. Yeah. But it was an amazing, amazing game. Yeah, totally recommended. And proof that you can actually do something with very poor hardware <laughs> that is amazing to play as well. Yeah, it was amazing that they could make that game on the Switch. I, it's, yeah. Yeah. Like the whole, um, what do we call it? The, the depths, right? Area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, and the, the sky area. The sky area, you know, simpler, not as crowded, like with, with things to do and stuff, but the depths... Like yeah, when I realized there was like a was a parallel between uh, the different levels of the game, like there were mm. if there was a shrine here, there would be I, I'm 
gesturing. People are not watching. Yeah. When you have a shrine on the surface, you have like uh, one of those light things, light roots yeah. in the depths. And, like, and if it was a river here in, in the top world, it would be like a wall there in the depths and yeah. you cannot yeah. get over or get through. Uh, yeah, it so, was, yeah, like that, like, oh my gosh, this is a river. Oh, oh, so it's, oh, they're connected. Yes. <laughs> and because I, I didn't want to get spoiled for anything, uh, mm. I didn't really, I, I realized all of those things on my own. So mm. I think people probably were talking about like, you know, if you want to find all the light roots in the depths, just look for shrines. Or if you want to like find shrines, look at the light roots and they're, mm. you know, just mark them on the map. I realized that, you know, many hours into the game, it was like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. really? And yeah. yeah, it's all the more satisfying. But that wasn't the game, the best non-Sega game of of twenty twenty three. So I'm I'm gonna shut up about it. Uh, congrats, yeah, congrats <laughs> to uh, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, deserved, well deserved, and uh, to Resident Evil Four, the remake for current gen systems uh scotty says the logical next step zelda in space <laughs> for sure <laughs> okay so so that's it for for our uh, community pulse community pulse uh 2023 we are all still pretty much alive for now uh it's nice to see and um, let us know, by the way, if you're listening to the podcast version, let us know your, your thoughts on this. If you agree, don't agree, send us an email to podcast at thesegalaunch.com. Uh, use the voicemail uh, function on the website. Let, let us know or, or use our social uh, media to, to say what you think about this. I, for one, I think these are all pretty much fair results. Yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah, um, maybe maybe the most surprising thing uh, on on this whole thing was was this was the the order in which some of these games. <laughs> yeah, yeah placed, there were some surprises there right? indeed. Uh, I, I I I thought like a Dragon Gaiden would be the the winner here for for I don't know why, but that was just my my gut feeling. But then. Having Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog place three, <laughs> place third, was surprising, yeah. uh, for example, and, and other things. C-Smash as well. More popular than I thought. Yeah. So, yeah, nice. Okay. And so that's it for our Community Pulse section of the show, which means it's pretty much it for this episode. This episode of the Sega Lounge. Um Scotty says, not trying to be controversial, but it's cool to see something other than Sonic topping out most of it. For sure. Completely agreed. Yeah. That's why I was expecting superstars. I was just expecting Sonic to win. So, <laughs> I wasn't expecting nice any Sonic I wasn't in the expecting top, Sonic, like, to, to, Sonic to win. Yeah, me really? neither. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like Jim, like, well, really? What do yeah. I know? I didn't, okay. didn't really play anything last year, so... <laughs> yeah. So next year, you, you, or this year, you know what to do. You have to play everything Sega games. puts out. So All the games. next year, we have a, a discussion on this. But 
Get my fee for the Sega Lounge. <laughs> you know, for the love of Knuckles, for the love of the Sega Lounge. That's that's our motto here at the Sega. Uh, so before we go, guys, let let's talk a little bit about what you you've been doing. So where can people find you? Where have you been up to these days? Um, let's start with Viper, our specialist guestist. Apparently. Who knows? Uh, you can catch me on RadioSega.net as per usual. In particular, if you're listening to this live or at any time, really, tomorrow at 7pm UK time will be a brand new edition of Pick and Mix. No idea what it's about, but that's every week. Otherwise, catch me <laughs> at the Green Viper 8. Oh, that's where I always get confused. No more Twitter, no more X, whatever we want to call it. Um, I'm at the Green Viper 8.thevipvipers.space on blue sky and i'm at the vip vipers at the vip vipers dot space or something like that i don't know <laughs> I, I, it's confused they, just they go, have just to come it. up with a better way to share these things yeah right? yeah like, like, on those like link cards or whatever people do i gotta i gotta do this right that's too much of a pain <laughs> no no but i think it's on them it's on them they have to find a way to make this yeah. more streamlined somehow yeah, it's there's too too many too many things to list. I I could probably make some more just to make this longer and more drawn out and even more boring. But please do. Okay, uh, let's... <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, just Google it. I guess find it if you care yeah. that much. <laughs> or just look at the show notes and we'll find some links. True. There. Go to the SegaLounge.com. There you go. Why did I think of that? That blue okay. sky username is like someone reading oh. out a full web address back oh. in the two thousands. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about the thing about blue sky is actually you can if you're like if you have a website you can actually uh, associate your domain name. That's what I've done. That's why it's yeah. so long. <laughs> so it's like at but mine is just at the segalounge.com so it's easier. Right, Radio Sega's so, one's real slick, but mine, however, is just uh, it's just yeah, a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know it's up. bad when you can't remember it, Viper. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember my own link. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Shock. Next up, Lime Reversed. Oh, hello. Hi. How are you? Welcome. I am I I I mean I am good. Do you want to know where you can find me and what I do? If, of course. Is that, is that yeah. why you came into to to my room, all 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 uninvited and all of a sudden? That was kind of creepy, but no, but yes, please <laughs> do share. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am a line reversed. I um, focus on one hundred percenting Sonic games. Uh, right now, I've uh, moved to um, Sonic and the Secret Rings. Good luck. percent that. Having a ball with that. And um, if I don't do Sonic, I uh, play uh, Yakuza Zero. So Wednesdays Sonic, and then Fridays uh, Yakuza Zero. And uh, yeah, I'm having lots of fun over at Twitch. So please come by and say hi there if you want to at uh, Lime Reversed. Yeah, and you should. You should actually. Yes. Well done. Yeah, okay. Skill Jim. Yo yo. Um, you can I find just me. You on... have the seal of approval there next to you. Just now, <laughs> yes. Might as well put it on Sorry. show. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me on X at Skill Gym. Um, obviously, ShamuDojo.com. 
where the next thing that we're doing is we've got a podcast launching on Radio Sega First on the next upcoming guest night at 8pm this coming Monday. So if you want more podcast goodness, you can listen to the Shemi Dojo show at that time. It's episode two of season four, where we're covering a little bit more on the chapter tiles that we started in the first episode. But this time we're looking at Shemi Master interviews, which were really interesting. And there's quite a lot of like spoilers that Yu Suzuki said over the years. Uh, and that was a good good episode we did with Shemusing's Stuart Peacock. Um, so check that one out. And we're actually also streaming at the same time, unfortunately, because it's like the fourth of the month we do a, a Shenmue Day stream. So you're going to have to pick and choose which you'd rather have, the podcast or the live stream. <laughs> the podcast um, will release later both, or the live thing. <laughs> yeah, both, both will have like a VOD, I guess. So it's not really imperative that you have to be at, in one of the places at that time. You could do the both on Friday if you want. You don't have to come on Monday, but <laughs> those are your options there for uh, Shenmue content. Excellent. That's, That's great. It. That's great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Uh, as for as for the Sega Lounge, uh, next week, actually, we'll have Lime coming back because <laughs> uh, we did a, an interesting interview with Sega Hardlight. Right, Lime? Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of fun. It was, it was very much fun. It was very much interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Do, um, do listen into that. Yeah. So next week, that's our next episode focusing on Sonic Dream Team. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be fun yeah definitely a highlight uh, of the season and it just started maybe that's why it's a, hard, a highlight don't have it's a much hard to choose oh. from it's a hard light <laughs> view finger anyway so yeah so do tune in for that. Um, we'll we'll be back next week, of course, and hopefully next month we'll do another one of these live shows. So do check us out on Twitch, by the way, Twitch.tv/slash/TheSegaLounge, and that's where where we uh, usually do these live shows as well. Scotty, you'll for, forever be known by your uh, view finger typo. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, for joining me. Hope you have a great evening. Thank you, everyone, for listening in, for watching the live version of this, or listening in on Radio Sega. And have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. I'm waving. Bye. Yes, please, yeah. audio description. We are yes. now waving. <laughs> To the wait, camera. Wait, 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 Find us at The Sega Lounge on X Twitter and Instagram, at thesegalounge.com on Blue Sky, and be sure to check out our Twitch and YouTube channel for live video content. You can find previous episodes of the show by going to thesegalounge.com on the Terra Player app and wherever you listen to podcasts.
Mixed On Productions Podcast.